You're listening to Great Mother Speaks. Like all spiritual truths, this is a very simplistic planetary explanation for the races. All of this information can be confirmed at the tips of your fingers with a simple Google search. Any of the human evolutionary videos on Netflix, Prime, video, whatever you're able to access circa 2020 about racial evolution on this planet will confirm these foundational truths as they relate to the races. What I am offering to you is the planetary basis. So beginning with the beginning, the first child of the great mother, father, God, sun, and moon, Saturn, representing the root chakra, which emerged from the moon, the inner eye, and the sun, the inner eye, and the crown chakra. From this comes Saturn or Shani in the Vedic, from Shura and Chandra, the sun and the moon. And, well, actually, Chandra is not Saturn's mother, but that's another story. And an important one because it explains the mythological, astrological basis of what I'm about to share. So there's evidence of this. I'm just simplifying this truth in the root chakra as the young symbol of the Great Mother Speaks Oracle deck and as the planet mostly related to Mars symbolized by the young symbol pierces the surface of the earth from the cosmos, great mother, father, God, that internal, deep, primordial space of the great mother, father, God, into this egoic, ascendant, rising energy that is implanted in the core of the earth into this DNA of the black race. What we know today as the African, the original mother, the original tribe, materialized, manifested in human form. This eternal race of limitation, boundaries, constrictions, delays, barriers to perpetual manifestation. Therefore, the balance point is the internal, interior, primordial strength and power of creativity. 
This is the currency. This is the energy of this house. We've talked in previous podcasts about how each house is the energetic signature of each sign in your unique cosmic calculus, representing a purse, so to speak, of energy, resources. And each of us has a unique balance in each house based on our karma. So as the original incarnation on the planet, the karma for the Saturnal black race is a heavy karma due to the density of the frequency upon which this materialized expression of the interior nature is manifested. The physical presence is a very dense vibrational energy. It is the drumbeat of the planet. It is the rhythm. It is the time. It is Big Ben. Great father clock from Saturn, Big Brother. From Saturn, we see Capricorn and Aquarius energy, which is activated on the planet at this time, and the drumbeat that we're hearing so loudly. It is always like the ticking of a clock there. However, it's only when we are in the stillness of time, constricted, limited, delayed, in our higher kundalini rising aspirations that we are sitting constricted in Saturn, we hear the ticking of this clock, the beating of this drum, regardless of what race we are. Speaking of the multiplicity of our racial makeup, remember we are talking origin. And even in this day and time, the Saturn placement in our charts do represent this culmination of dense matter, this karma, if you would like, this results of past actions through our manifested lives on this planet, what it represents. And so from this intensity of Capricorn, the diligent, dedicated, hardworking energy of Saturn, evolving into Aquarius from the limitations, barriers, constrictions, boundaries, and delays of Capricorn in fulfilling its duties, but mastering them as the Saturn-ruled Aquarius nature, it becomes universalized, multifunctional, multi-adept, multi-applicable, because there is an ability to apply the mastery to many situations for the benefit of many, 
not just for oneself, which of course precedes the end of the zodiac will of Pisces, ruled by Jupiter, and which also rules the second chakra. It rules the Asianic migration of the black African through the yellow lands of the sea and the cooler environment at that particular time, the more mountainous regions, the more shaded regions than Africa, allowing for a lightening of the skin and relaxation, affording more generalized intellectual leisure and investigation for the common person, allowing a more universalized intellect due to this Jupiter influence and ruling of Pisces, the last sign of the zodiac, the foot of God upon the ascend to the next realm of DNA, of immaterial spiritual evolution, of ancestry, guidance, angelic spiritual. Now, we know beyond ancestry and guidanceship, these are other entities, like other species upon Earth. But as we are also learning, what is being confirmed that the sages of the ages have always said, we all have evolved from the very Earth through the animal kingdom and to humanity and truly as above so below we can entertain that even a lowly stone is also a star so the star planets of course the sun reflecting its light, shining its light, rather, upon us, and Great Mother reflecting that light in this dance of the planets, like a musical chair dance, stopping at the very time, place, and day that you were born, to mark the rhythm, the frequency of these energies in order to manifest your race, the Jupiterian, the sage-like energy permeates all of what we have come to crystallize as the contribution of Asia to the world, even to this being a Vedic, joytish, astrological interpretation I am sharing with you. 
Jupiter is the sage, not only because Pisces is the final sign of the zodiac, but because it also rules the sage, Sagittarius. That sign ruled by the symbol of the sage tells us that higher learning, what we learn outside of the home, meaning what our family does not know, what our family cannot teach us, unless we come from a sage family. If we come from a sage family, our family is the one teaching people outside of their homes what their homes do not know. So the yin and the yang, great mother, father, God, the sun and the moon is always everywhere within us. That's why those are the first signs, if we know anything about our astrology, that we know is our sun and our moon sign. Intuitively, we know. If we don't see any other planet in our lives, we will see the sun. We will see the sun. We will see the sun. And it is a rare human being, indeed, that never sees the moon. So, the Asian race is a race associated with eternal wisdom, eternal knowledge, transcendent gurus. Even to the degree we know that the sages of the current age Muhammad and Jesus both traveled to Asia to study. We can confirm and verify the Judaist culture, you know, Judaism has always been associated with an Asian conversation for its own evolution. We know that this cross-pollination is associated with mixture as well, a mixing, this, this yin and this yang characteristic. All of them have mixing, but we really don't get to that until the fourth chakra when we're talking about Venus. Because, of course, Venus represents relationship. But before we get to that, the white race, which came out of Asian migration northward to colder, more inclement weather and scarcity of survival resources... We see the whitening of the skin almost as if the planet that rules it is actually the fire 
that has brought a blaze so strong in terms of the external expression, it burns all of the pigmentation inside. Because of course, melanin is necessary to combat the ultraviolet cancerous process okay when there's too much photosynthesis occurring melanin filters it in a healthy way and when over generations that is filtered out because of a lack of sun therefore the body no longer requires it the heat the yin and yang there comes from planet Mars, and that is an internal heat. The external heat for survival that's necessary, the warming of the fire, so to speak, to survive, literally, having to be such an important skill of mastery that reflects the symbolism of Mars but also the sign of Aries, the one that is pushing forward and toward new frontiers, the one also of the scorpionic nature that is about going deeper into the pain in ways that reveal the highest personal truth. Me, 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 me. My survival. Survival of the fittest. My feeling good. My feeling happy. My feeling whole. My resources. So the collective becomes the individual emotionally it becomes the individual physically it becomes desire incarnate and this desire is a desire that is fulfilled at all costs Mars is the military general who implements the desires of Venus but exists before Venus as part of that primordial trinity of Saturn, Jupiter, and Mars. This trinity, again, extremely active planetarily, circa 2020, with Mars, Pisces, Aries, transit, it's regression back and forth between these signs and Gandanta, these karmic energies with Saturn and Capricorn and Aquarius in the West during astrology, really making us break down and constrict our interpretation of our highest good collectively and individually. 
We're being made to collectively as black people, as Asian people, as white people get clear internally that Aries Martian energy, Mars rules Aries and this Aries Martian energy in retrograde at this time of this delivery really, really putting us in the vice of what is the true desire from within. What is the desire? And, and, and Mars is on autopilot without clarity from Venus, the heart chakra. Now, the heart chakra is the crossroads between the ego and the soul. The ego is heart below energy. Saturn, Jupiter, Mars. Jupiter is the sage, but the sage is a man, is a woman. It is the expression of spirituality in the physical form. If Sagittarius is the sage, it represents the religion. Jupiter, as Pisces, if it represents spirituality, well then it represents the aspect of us that practices our spirituality in terms of what it uniquely means for us, this Venus, the desire. That is the origin, that is the source of the desire. Venusian people are mixed race people. And circa 2020, everyone on the planet is a mixed race person. The human beings have been here for a while. Now, individuals who incarnate, because we are talking about race, as a black person, are specifically as a white person, are specifically identifying with one race, Asian, okay? We include the native tribes, our early mixed race people migrating from the Bering Straits into the North Americas and other indigenous groups throughout history, um, including the descendants of the Tamil uh, along Asia and India to the Dravidians of Europe and the Africans, the sub-Saharan Africans that eventually populated Northern Africa and Arabia. This mixture either, in other words, has occurred through reincarnational experiences and so this incarnation has the karma, the results of past experiences, of past actions as those races in relationship to other races in this body and for those of us who are 
experiencing mixed race manifested as Indian and African, as Native American and Jewish, as Latin American and Asian and European, whatever the apparent material mixture is about that Venusian heart chakra energy that's the crossroads between the ego and the soul because there is this point of consciousness within one's identity that clarifies in this lifetime what that desire is uniquely on a spiritual level. In other words, Venus is our relationship to others. And it is our relationship, therefore, to our money. Because money is the medium of exchange used to relate to those outside of our blood relations, of our chosen companion relations. It's our job. It's our um, transactional experiences we have in our communities for our food, our home, our clothing, our transportation. And so Venus, though, is said to deal with the sensuality of the senses because it rules Taurus, the most sensuously known sign for desire, good food, comfort in the home, good music, the sensuous, the senses, what we see, it has to be beautiful, all of that. I'm Taurus Moon, you know, we take our time, you know, in coming to an understanding of things and how we feel. This energy is the mixed race energy, and this energy takes into consideration all. You know, that's why mixed-race people are always drowned out because they are the majority (laughs) of people on the planet. It's just that they don't come together as one just like people of African descent don't come together as one. They don't come together as one because they're not one in that sense of one voice represents all because they know through experience that that interior space is a purely unique one. And it is from that space they manifest it. And it is from that space that their desires are manifested. And so to try to articulate one unified platform is impossible because you know, you know, you know from that heart space and from that root chakra space the most securely accurate forms of information known to man is our heart chakra and our root chakra known to man now the heart chakra connects us to the higher realms Okay, we don't get there until the heart chakra. 
And we feel that and we know that when we know something in our hearts, which is a completely different vibration than knowing something from our gut. Knowing something from our gut is a vibration that is Saturn-related, that grounds us on this earth. Therefore, it is survival and instinctually ground. It's information that will help us live another day, get another meal, okay, uh, protect ourselves from death, that kind of thing, which is important if we want to hang around. But it is not heart chakra energy. That's Martian energy. That's, that's, that's the warfare energy. Again, extremely imperative that that is keenly developed for survival. And we learn this over lifetimes. And so we know the gut. The gut is the symbol of digestion. And so depending on where we fall in this racial makeup, we also process our emotions very differently. Saturn processes emotions much more densely and much more um, emphatically than Jupiter-oriented energy, Asian energy. You know, it's like, what am I getting out of this, you know, type of thing with the emotions. That's why we can often see Asian, people of Asian descent as detached emotionally and very intellectually because they process, what am I going to get out of this? It's not so dense. It's lighter. It's not Capricornian or Aquarian. It's Sagittarian and Piscean processing. The energies shift into Mars and we find that the processing is straight up black and white straight up I want the spoils of war I don't care who you are you could be my mother my father you know whatever scenario you give me I'm going to exploit for me oh Africans you selling Africans over here Okay, we could use some because we're just about to um, exploit these people over here in the new world that we learned about through your your explorers 200 years ago, 300 years ago. And we have some of your Spanish Moore brothers down here who've been trying to make the trip ever since they heard about y'all did it. So now we're getting everything together with the queen over here in Spain. And um, we're starting to see that there's some potential over there, some people that look like y'all over there. So we could use a go-between. We could use a few of y'all. You know, that'll work, you know. And so this relationship has been a symbiotic relationship going on for centuries with people coming from different energetic perspectives, incarnation after incarnation after incarnation, based on karma. The slave becomes the slave master the next life. The slave master becomes the slave. And we are looking at each day as a new opportunity for everyone when we're not understanding that it's a new opportunity within one as it relates to one. And the oneness is that heart chakra energy. We all have had these experiences and we 
therefore all have a desire for love. You know, we're hearing more often than ever that everyone wants the same thing, but we want to go about achieving those things in different ways, which is the absolute truth. Based on our experiences, we interpret, based on our vibrational makeup, our planetary rhythm, we interpret this life experience very differently, one from the other, within our families, within our communities. We just have some more Mars than others, some people, and so it just seems right just to exploit what you have, your environment, your whatever. That just seems to be the most important thing to enjoy life, which is what Venus the heart wants. But if you have a lot of Martian energy, that's how you enjoy life and why you will not ever, regardless of what anyone says or does, until you have enough karmic experiences to teach you differently, be made to feel any type of way about that, bad or whatever, because that's the experience you have, that's the perspective that you have, that's the energy and the karma that you're learning to work with now. And just like anyone playing with fire, we learn to respect it when we get burned. And a lot of people are getting burned right now. Again, Mars is very active now. So this isn't just a racial things in terms of obvious superficiality. Once again, we really don't know what side anyone's on because that is the old paradigm. That is how we have operated in the past. But with all of these things now becoming known more and more and our powers of thought and ability to comprehend more advanced ideas and forms of information, it is possible that at this particular time, we are living amongst individuals who are extremely aware of this, but until having heard it in this way, have not known how to articulate it. In other words, there are a lot of people who know this and who are sensing this new awareness because this is the new dispensation upon the planet as we enter the Aquarian age to become aware of our oneness. This is our oneness. We are all dearly loved divine children of the great mother, father, God. The sun and the moon. Saturner's our elder brother. Jupiter is our next born. Mars, you know, and now Venus, our sister. With the heart energy that is coming through to all of us saying, hey, love yourself first because my first relationship is with myself. Okay, my first relationship is with myself. And myself is a multi-layered, multiplicitous, multifaceted, multivariant energy of the great mother, father, God. That is what divine means. It's resplendent. It's, it's iridescent. 
It has every color, literally. Like a diamond. It's a star. It shines. And so we have all of these facets. And so once we all can see things through these different lenses, which is only made possible by opening ourselves up to that, which is what the Great Mother Speaks Oracle Deck does. It helps us open ourselves to all of our chakras through these lunar phases of life, the dance and the reflection of the light and the shadows, Great Mother, Father, God, upon the phases of the moon through the chakras in our own evolutionary story of incarnation with our soul contracts to heal mama drama trauma, daddy drama trauma, this motherland, earth mother, birth mother dichotomy, healing that fatherland, the law, the word, dichotomy within us by grieving what we thought it was, what we thought it needed to be, grieving, letting that go through the phases, through the stages as they uniquely relate to us. We learn about our cosmic calculus, our birth chart, our moon sign, and how these transits, like what are going on now, affect us personally so we can open up those lenses, open up those perspectives, allow ourselves to let the light shine in from the Asian perspective. Not fear it so much that we keep it, we keep ourselves held up, we keep ourselves locked in and constricted and limited. It's too much Saturn, and that's what Saturn's doing now. It's making us cry, Uncle, and that's Uncle Mars. It's not just about me. It's about a higher understanding that might require that always let me not <laughs> dissuade you from any reality that it always requires a sacrifice of who we are in order to gain a greater insight of who we are. But to encourage you that through that process, our angels, our guides, and our ancestors, whom with the intention to communicate with them, we open up our throat chakra. Mercury, Gemini, Virgo, energy. To clearly communicate, to clearly decipher what is true and what is not true for ourselves in order to facilitate the ongoing heart-opening, heart-breaking process that we need to not only survive instinctually, but to thrive intuitively in ways that we were never taught before. So this is what Great Mother, the Holy Spirit, the still small voice offers us now. It offers us the opportunity 
to claim our birthright as divine children of the great mother, father, God, who were never judged, condemned, or left alone. To be happy, healthy, and whole in our experience in life, regardless of what's going on around us. What's going on around us, the astrology proves, is a cycle. Whether you call them epochs, yugas, bhaktans, bhaktas, whatever you want to call them, Throughout human history, every group of people has a name for this 24 to 26,000 year old period where, whether it's the Mayan calendar or whatever you want to call it, it's just, and then it goes to 26,000 years, then you break it down to every 500 years, every 2,600 years, you know, we go to every 200 and 50 years, you know, every 20 years, there's this every nine years, there are these cycles every seven years. This is nothing new, okay? It's just that human life on average has been, it's about 120 years. Now, you know, it's about 77 years, whatever, and it's over. But then you incarnate again, but you have the veil and you go through the whole thing again. But Regardless of what's going on, it's always the same stage on this planet. (laughs) Now, it looks like we're about to blow the stage up, (laughs) but there are other planets. (laughs) Creation is infinite. So, um, you know, we'll miss Earth. It's, It's beautiful, you know, to have experienced it. But this is what happens when people don't know how to be good guests. And there's never any judgment or condemnation because, you know, hey, kids mess up sandboxes. Children mess stuff up. We are the dearly loved divine children. You know, we're learning. And so there's no judgment or condemnation because um, that's understood that we're learning and it wouldn't make very much sense to condemn us (laughs) to judge us for learning if that's not what the intent was so with divinity there's not this double-minded kind of consciousness that goes on in order for there to be an interlocker between your experience of divinity and someone else's determination of what that should be you are your own priest you are your own priestess, and we're seeing this now emerge now that more than ever, this mentality. Now, judgment, condemnation, we can look at one another and say, well, yours doesn't make sense. You know, what you're saying doesn't make any sense. You know, um, you know, channeling great mother may not make sense to someone who at this particular time is doing something else. But that's not the point. The point is that we are doing and feeling and experiencing what needs to be experienced in order for us to know we have claimed our birthright to be happy, healthy, and whole. Now, those are the races through the planet. And This gives us an idea of how to look at these energies, particularly now when we're doing readings with the Great Mother Speaks Oracle deck about what's going on between the races. And 
And even within our own families, when we see these energies strongly expressed in certain family members, but also just in your own life, as you are watching what's going on with the planetary transits, particularly in Vedic astrology, as these planets are related to the chakras. And anytime we're talking about the chakras, we're always talking about Jyotish astrology. So I hope that has added something uh, to your life in terms of understanding your divinity and how dearly constructed and put together we all are and the caliber of experience we have to draw from on a daily basis is something that we don't have to restrict ourselves from accessing in any way. Thanks so much for listening. Remember, Great Mother loves you, and I do too. You're listening to Great Mother Speaks. Great Mother Speaks. I am Great Mother, Holy Spirit, Yin, Divine Mother, Cosmic Moon, Deep Space, the Moon, Dark Matter, the Void, the Black Hole, Happy.